Hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am actually recording on the road. I'm actually not in my dad's fucking house today, which I actually, I will admit, it's kind of free not having to worry about what time I do this podcast is actually for the first time I'm recording this at night and it actually is kind of cool and nice I actually feel like my horror look I'm just kidding I know horse I'm short of horror but <laughs> my sexy look there you go sexy look Actually, I feel fits better at night. So, it, today I'm going to talk about, um, I'm going to talk about what it's been like living in hotels and also kind of the bouts of depression that I've had. So, basically, I have lived in hotels in Orlando particularly two different times. I lived in a hotel when I first got to Orlando. Well, I shouldn't preface this. I lived in Orlando in 2015. And then in 2016, I moved back because it was just easier for me to find a job in Orlando. And I kind of liked the area before I left the first time I was trying to move to Atlanta, but Things just didn't work out there. So, basically, I lived in a hotel the first, in 2016, the first two, three months. No, it couldn't have been. No, it was the first two months. And literally, I had just my wigs and my heels and like whatever everyday clothes I needed in a bag and I used to just jump from hotel to hotel whenever the hotel would get more expensive I would just go to a cheaper one and that's when I say I learned a lot from that because a lot of people say that that's not you being homeless when you live in a hotel. Well, I didn't have a home. I didn't really have an address. Couldn't get mail. So, I would consider that homeless. Like, and the second time I lived in a hotel was in 2019 as I was leaving Orlando because I wanted to work the last two weeks of my job and I got kicked out of my place so I kind of just moved to Orlando well no I just had moved into a hotel to kind of just finish out my time but for me hotels have always been like a great escape from home there's so many people who like love their house and that's just not me Except when I've lived in apartments, it's the only time I've, like, loved being home. Because you're free, you're doing whatever you want, you're having whoever you want over, they're doing drugs, you're fucking, like, 
there's so much that goes on when you're at your own apartment. But when you're living with somebody or living in, like, your parents' house, it's very much a different experience because it's just you have to, like, respect them. I mean, obviously, that's, like, fucking obvious, but, like, you have to respect them because it's their house. So, like, that's why when... I go to hotels, and I don't go to hotels, like, every month, but, like, once every few months, I do just like to get a hotel so I can have a place to enjoy myself, a place to relax, a place to just sit where I don't have to worry about time. I can have my boyfriend over, and we can have fun. That's why I'm actually recording this before he gets here. Because, obviously, I don't want to record when he's here. I want to have fun with my day. Eh. Anyway, um, so, that's what I love about hotels. It's just a place where you can be free. And I will say, leading up to my second part, which I was talking about depression. I will say, it it has, I haven't always been happy in hotels. Like, I've never truly, truly been happy, but it definitely wasn't when I was, like, living in a hotel with I don't know, just such loneliness because you do get lonely and I will say I am someone who likes to isolate myself but even there are some times that like I don't even want to be isolated and I want somebody to like just hug me and console me and say that everything's all right and for me that's other than that's probably one of the reasons why I love being with somebody. I'm not someone who's, like, desperate to be with somebody. Like, I desperately need a man all the time. But I like being able to, like, hold somebody and cuddle somebody and just kiss somebody. It's an amazing feeling. And don't get me wrong. There are, like, pros to being single, but... For me, there's just nothing like the embrace of somebody you love. So, being alone. And in my bouts of depression, I had so much. I will admit, the first time, my first bout with depression, I've had like two different stints. My first stint was because I didn't know who I was. And my second stint was I didn't, I know, I knew who I was, but I couldn't be it every day. Because for me, if I could literally just get up in a wig, a bodysuit, and heels, 
and just live my life and perform like this, I would fucking do it every day. But of course, you can't go everywhere wearing just this sexy bodysuit. Like, you have to wear clothes, you have to be appropriate. And I will say, I would love to say that I get all of it and say like, oh yeah, you totally should. But no, like, this is honestly just a place where, sorry, I don't know where it was, um, depression. I was talking about, you just want to be free. And when I felt like I couldn't watch it, I just wanted to know who I was. Like, that's probably the one thing that we all strive for in this world, is to figure out who the fuck we are. And some people are just born knowing who they are. And for those people, great. But honestly, you don't fully understand what it's like to have depression and well what it's like to be depressed until you've had depression and it's something that you have to struggle with and there's some people who literally can't get out of bed when they're depressed and to those people in some ways I know that sucks, but in other ways, I am fucking envious of those people. Because it's like, you can just be who you are, and you don't, or you can not just be who you are, sorry. It's just you can lie in bed and not get out until you get over it. And to me, that sounds like something that is somewhat amazing because all the depression I've had I've had to fucking work through I've had to like go to school go to work depressed because I'm not one of those like depressed people that's stuck in bed like I'm someone who has who will like fight through my depression and just kind of struggle and that's what I did I had depression for as I've said about 10-12 years and then for the second stint I'd probably say it was about a year and a half so in that I just learned how to get stronger and learned how to be me and learned that you have to go against the norm. See, that was probably the thing I learned once I got out of my first bout of depression was that you have to get past the sort of sadness. Or no, sorry. You have to get past the sort of thing where you feel that you just have to conform to what society wants. Because this is what I say. Fuck society. Society fucking sucks. 
You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. You can do what you're doing. And if society can't accept that, then honestly, then I know this is a weird thing to say. I'd say go bury yourself in a hole. Like, and just live there forever. Because in all honesty, only you are going to be happy with yourself. And for that, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful sort of like, it's weird to say that sadness is beautiful, but sometimes it is. And it's hard to say that like depression it, it can be beautiful, but I, I say it's beautiful because it opens your eyes to something that you've never known before, and it allows you to take your experiences and just grow from them. And that's something that so many people don't get the chance to do. And for people who are like, I've never been depressed, bitch, the fuck? What do you mean you've never been depressed? Like, how could you have lived X amount of years in your life and never had a single, like, moment of depression? And I feel that if you haven't had any, de any depression, you haven't really lived. You've been sort of coasting along in life, and that just, I feel sad you. I don't feel like joy when I hear that people just don't have any sadness in their lives or any depression because yes depression does suck as I've said and I mentioned in this podcast multiple times including in this episode but it's so eye-opening once you get depressed and get out of that depression and get the tools that you need to survive from there on it's like a light bulb goes off and it's i have all the answers and I shouldn't say all the answers, but you have a lot of answers. And with that, you just learn how to be a strong bitch. And you learn how to, like, take everything that you have in your soul and just put it into your life. That's the one thing that I feel sad for people who, have, who aren't, like, artists or, like, musically inclined or artistically inclined because they'll never get to experience what I have which is literally writing a song putting your blood sweat and pain into a fucking beat and into a fucking verse and into just lyrics and taking everything that you've ever had happen to you and building from that. It's literally, honestly, probably the greatest feeling in the world to tell people your story and just have them listen. 
and just vibe along with you. Because, yes, I get music from people who are depressed a lot of times is sad. But a lot of times you take the example of like Lady Gaga's album Chromatica. She was very, very sad and depressed when making that album, but she made some of the most upbeat fucking dance music of her whole career. And it's like, wow. That's an interesting way to take everything you've gone through, but sometimes you have to do that because through music you find out who you are because for example I am now someone who uses who well I will say I'll say I'll use it use it now but there was a time that I very much used sex as a method to cope with pain and from that I learned that that's not the best way to go. Because honestly, all that does is like, I will say, in some ways, when you're depressed and you're having lots of sex, you're not really like having sex to enjoy it. You're having sex kind of like a drug. And it's like, it gives you a high for that moment, for that, like, instant that you're there but then all of a sudden you get the like low of like coming off of depression and or coming off of the sex and then you're back to being depressed again and for me that's just something where it's not the best feeling like that's why when so many people ask why I don't do drugs is because, like, they get addicting. And, like, I know what it's like to be addicted to a feeling or be addicted to a circumstance like that because I have been in that situation before. But I shouldn't say that to be clear I I've always enjoyed sex because you always enjoy it but it's just you don't get the same satisfaction in the beginning as you do towards the end and for me if you're not enjoying sex and you're doing it just to like get a high then you're not fully like feeling the intimacy with people that's probably one of the reasons why I love when my man or any man I have been with or continue to be with literally rims me because to me that is the most intimate way somebody can be with you and to me it shows that they respect you because especially for me I'm not someone who takes like 
tiny slash average white guy dicks. I'm taking like black guy dicks and large white guy dicks and large Hispanic guy dicks. So it's like I'm taking big dicks and like for me if you don't like at least try and like warm it up first then you don't respect me and I'm just I'm essentially like a living breathing fleshlight and to me I feel like nobody wants to feel well I shouldn't say nobody wants to feel like that but there are very few people in this world that actually want to feel like that when they are done like fucking they just want to be like used and abused and that's also something I've never really gotten that I'm not saying that like people shouldn't do it like do you boo but like What is that? Like, what is the fascination with, like, being used and abused and just want to basically be, like, a cum dump? I don't get that. Like, I get the feeling of when you're with somebody and, like, you love them or you have feelings for them. And they, like, comment you. But I don't get, like, the feeling of just taking random guys' loads. And that, like, giving you a satisfactory feeling. It's something that, like, I don't understand. And I guess until I get to the point where I have enough money to where I can just interview whoever the fuck I want. And invite, like, either, like, by name or anonymously, like, just invite cum dumps over and, like, have them talk to me. I guess I will never know why they want that. But that's gotta be something psychological. That's gotta be something that's, like, in their mind and they have to get over that. So... Well, I shouldn't say even that they have to get over them. That, that's like saying that you have to, like, cure them. I mean, if that's how they want to be, then I feel that's how they should get to stay. But if they don't, then I feel like the option should be given to them not to be stuck in that sort of, like, lonely, sad sort of freak show that they are and that hmm well I think that's all I've got for you today this is a gay out the city on the road I'm your host Prince Electro Diamond I hope you've enjoyed